This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, welcome back to the Frontier Freedom Hour. So I was debating the Senate Democrats on Twitter. I like to do that. Sorry, X. It's, a, it's, it's, it's part of my um, mental health, you know, to engage in that type of stuff. Go to uh, twitter.com backslash Jeff Hunt. You can follow me there. My guest today is Dave Trobert. You can follow him on X as well. Dave Trobert spelled D-A-V-E-T-R-A-B-E-R-T. So the, the Democrats here in Colorado are saying that the efforts to cut taxes, cut spending, is a massive failure. They point to Kansas under, under Senator Brown, ba- Senator Brown, Sam Brownback as an example of why this didn't work. In fact, they even did a whole documentary, The Atlantic, when tax cuts failed, the trickle-down myth. And I guess, Dave, I was watching this, and I was a little struck by just how dependent some people are on tax dollars. I mean, it, it, it really is kind of gut-wrenching to see there's a big portion of our state leadership that if you cut their taxes, they, they, they seriously don't know what to do with themselves. And it's such a dependency, it's kind of sad. I don't know, you've watched this, the, the, the kind of creation of this myth out there that the Kansas tax plan under Sam Brownback was this terrible decision. But in, in their arguments, you, you get this idea that, man, they really, really are dependent upon tax dollars. And I don't know if that's good for our states. Well, it's, you know, the focus isn't, in most cases, it's not on the tax dollars or the spending. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, paraphrase one of my favorite economists, Thomas Sowell, who said, basically, in order to understand politicians, you have to understand that most of them aren't trying to solve your problems. <laughs> For most of them, the first priority is to get elected. Yep. Their second priority is to get reelected. And their third priority is kind of a distant thought. So everything gets run for most people, and I've been in the legislature in Kansas uh, working with legislators for 15 years, and and this certainly plays out uh, in Kansas and I think in most states. Uh, They aren't looking at the the logic of what can we do differently. In fact, we get lobbied a lot of times. Some legislators will say, look, we agree with you, but if I vote that way, I'll get voted out because – my school superintendent will rally all the troops and they'll vote against me. And then I won't be here to work on these other issues. Um, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's a function of just looking at, you know, logic is kind of thrown out the window. For example, in 2012, when that big tax cut, which was about a $700 million a year tax cut, it got signed into place the same time that the same legislature approved a $400 million spending increase. That's a fourth grade math problem <laughs> that, that a lot of people fail. It's of course, this is, you can't do that unless you're willing to make other changes. And they weren't. So you have to start looking at, okay, so now is it easy to find money, how to shave the budget? 
No, but if you put your head to it, you can. And, and it's, you know, first, let's, let me back up. I don't, I haven't found a state yet that has a budget process. Okay. They have an appropriations process. And the way that works is agencies will come in with a proposal. Okay. We spent this much money. We, our budget was this much. We want to increase our budget to by this amount. And here's how the sky will fall if we don't get the increase. A budget process would start with, okay, what did you spend? What were your goals? What were you trying to accomplish with that money? Did you achieve your goal? Did, can you do this? How could we do this more efficiently? If you have a budget process that is, some people call it priority-based budgeting, others call it um, performance-based budgeting, you're looking at the cost of operating each program. You have clearly defined goals you want to achieve not we want to do better that's not a goal we want to go from this many kids below grade level to that many kids in one year that's a goal it's measurable it's specific and it's attainable thus that's not how budgets are put together we never look at whether we were effective with the money we spent we never look at whether we could have done it more efficiently but when we look around at other states that are providing the same services at better prices, we know it can be done. If you, I mean, there's simple things legislators can do, like uh, asking individual agencies. Well, if you don't join, I mean, here's an easy one. Um, most state agencies belong to what we call the National Association of Everything. <laughs> If there's an organization to join, they'll join it. It's not their money. It's your money. Now, what happens to our service if we don't join those organizations? Are we unable to provide our right. services? <laughs> right. Of course not. When was the last time we conducted a communications audit of this agency, of every agency, to determine I mean, we found uh, in, in Kansas a few places where they were still paying for landlines that hadn't been used for years. <laughs> it's always been done this way. We don't ask questions. We don't look for ways because it's not our money. We're not looking right, for ways right. to save and repurpose the spending. No, we just ask for more. So these things, are they, they can be done. And, and you can easily bridge the gap because most states – have money they didn't spend from prior years. They have budget surpluses. Agencies also have carryover cash reserves. Um, that and, and what happens is if you don't spend it, then it gets reappropriated to the next year. Well, if you didn't need it, why do you need it again next year? Mm -hmm. you, there are so many ways that governments can implement a real budget process that will that is focused on not just being efficient but being effective you know for example if you have a a poverty program the goal shouldn't be it's not a success to serve more people the success is helping people get off of get out of poverty what are we trying to accomplish how do we measure success we need to have those conversations and the process isn't set up 
to allow for that. So part of it's just how what a short time frame legislators have to do. But those things can all be changed if we want to, if our goal is to provide the best possible services at the lowest possible price. What is it we need to do? Uh, and, you know, let's identify the difference between what's the role of government and what would it be nice if we did? Because some of those things you just don't have to do. And those are all value judgments. It's not a right or wrong thing, but they're conversations that have to be held. We're talking with Dave Trobert. He's the CEO of the Kansas Policy Institute. He's written a book titled, What Was Really the Matter with the Kansas Tax Plan? The Undoing of a Good Idea. And <laughs> Dave, we, we, we have a... Uh, we try to do our best here at the Centennial Institute. We have a secretary of state. Her name's Jenna Griswold. And Jenna complains a lot about her student debt. Uh, she has over $200,000 of student debt. Michael reminds, remembers this. And I want to thank the listeners of this show because we, we actually tried to help Jenna. So Jenna is this uh, liberal darling in the state of Colorado she takes her orders from Planned Parenthood, which is kind of weird that the Secretary of State runs her. She, you wouldn't know this, but it was kind of a big deal in Colorado. She got busted because Planned Parenthood was reviewing her speeches because, you know, that's why the Secretary of State works with Planned Parenthood. But she complained a lot about $200,000 of student loan debt, and she felt that the taxpayers of Colorado should help her with this, even though she, she does just fine as a Secretary of State. So what we did, Dave— was we organized a drive and we raised enough money to send her to Financial Peace University so that she could actually <laughs> learn to budget herself. And we sent her the gift card. We put together a whole letter. We sent it over there to her. And we have not heard. But, you know, Christmas time when you're the Secretary of State, it's a good time. It's a good time uh, to take some time off. And to focus in on your own financial health. It's amazing that these lawmakers don't seem to have any ability to manage their own personal budgets, yet are handed billions of dollars of state dollars and taxes to manage for other people. Uh, it, 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 it is quite remarkable. And Dave, you sit down there at the state capitol in Kansas as I sit here at the state capitol in Colorado. And many times you wouldn't hire these people to mow your own lawn and yet they can write all the laws that govern your life and, and be able to manage your own taxes. So, Dave, when we come back, I'm going to ask you this question. How is Kansas doing now? Uh, you, you went through the Brownback era. Um, is it still in a state of economic challenge or have things gotten better? Have you all learned from that? Uh, where is the state of Kansas now as we come up on our own legislative session are going to have to deal with that, those types of issues? I'll get into that with Dave when we return. Friends, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. I want to encourage you. I know it feels like it's a very dark, challenging place right now. Our culture seems to be going the wrong direction. Political leadership seems to be going the wrong direction. But there's hope. So go to supportcentennial.com. That's supportcentennial.com. You can help empower us to fight for Christian conservative values here in the state of Colorado. Friends, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. We'll be right back after these messages. 